Jane, are you ready to record Queer and Pleasant Strangers? Mm, in a minute. Well, it's it's recording time. Like it's it's you know if we don't start recording soon, I'm not going to be having my happy to have my sleep before Dice Funk. Yeah, just uh, just gotta do the do the village. Like, you haven't to... even had your dinner yet. What what are you doing over there? Isn't your Dragon Quest Builders? I mean, I'm playing Dragon Quest Builders too as well. But like, I'm just gonna play it while we podcast. That's a brilliant idea. There's a show about things we've watched, listened to, played, and there's two queer accounts, three translators. Welcome to the Queer Pleasant Strangers! Okay, I'm just mining this out. Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not JNO's Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where two queer trans ladies wrench themselves away from addictive video games in order to tell you about what we've played, listened to, uh, the scene with our eyes. We do skits and silly voices. We have a bit of a catch up. Yeah. It's quite a nice time, yeah. if I do it's say so myself. Time. Speaking of catch up, there is indeed some catch up yeah. in the room. Yeah. How, how are you doing? I'm not playing Dragon Quest Builders. I know. We're showing an incredible amount of restraint to not just play while recording, because that's all I want to do right now. (laughs) I'm like, it wouldn't distract me from podcasting that much if I just, like, left my farm ticking over and kept an eye on it and maybe went scavenger hunting for some things so I could get some unlimited resources to go back and build my farm on the main island. You're really really good at podcasting and doing something else. Because I've heard you be like, oh yeah, I've been playing this all the way through an episode of Podquisition. I will will frequently, like, shiny hunt and level up in Pokemon Go while podcasting, because, like, you know... There are times where it's like, I can't input anything here, I have nothing to add. Switch your brain off, do a podcast. You're, you're not so good at that. No. I, I can only do it with very, like, mind-numbing-y, repetitive-y, gr- great, but, like, that kind of loop games. Oh. Should we just jump in and talk about it? Because I feel like this is going to be a big part of our week. What have you played this week? We've both played a heckin' lot of Dragon Quest Builders 2. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a fun video game, huh? Yeah. So should we talk about the original Dragon Quest Builders quickly first? Um, it had some problems. Yeah. So this was a game we played it through on the Switch. Um, it it was kind of a resource management town building kind of sim game. You ran around, collected resources. You did your sort of Minecrafty build the things, but you had a bit mm. more structure. There was a bit of story to it. Mm. Um. And as you say, it, it had some problems. Uh, do do we want to get into what those problems, the big problems there were? Well, we can talk about them in in as much as those problems yeah. have been solved. So yeah. the one of the main things you need in Dragon Quest is a lot of storage. Yes, and like what you really, 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 really need is like basically unlimited storage. And yes. the first game when once you've got to a certain level. You can find the recipe for a colossal coffer, and you can build one in your town, and that's basically... I mean, if you're filling that up, it's quite impressive, because there's not that much diversity. Yeah, but it was like, you still would sometimes have to go back to it. Like it For a game that is entirely about collect literally fucking everything you see, 
it, it, it got frustrating occasionally not having everything on hand or having to wait to a certain point to be able to hold everything. It, it was mostly the fact that every time you went to a new world, you had to start that well aspect of it all over again. Yeah, that's its whole own problem. Um, the original Dragon Quest Builders was like basically like five small games in one where you had to start from the beginning every time. Yeah, five short adventure chapters. Yeah, as opposed to like one big adventure, which that's a big thing that... that Builders 2 was fixed, is that you largely keep your progression going forward. You don't feel like you're starting back from square one. Yeah, you have that... Like, as soon as you've got that bag, you've got it always. Yes. And that's, I think, probably the most important yeah. thing. Like, don't get me wrong, you go to the second main island, and all of your inventory's vanished. But if you go back to your, like, hub world... Yeah, you have access to everything you've gained so far. Yes. Um. So yeah, to to clarify, the bag is basically pretty much unlimited storage on your person from very early in the game. Yeah. It's basically the colossal coffer, but it's portable. Yeah, it's great. You it. Like you still have chests, but they're largely so that your vis- villagers can do their automated stuff. Yeah. Which I'm I'm quite enjoying these villagers getting on with stuff a bit more. Are you? Yeah. You, you seem to be okay. unhappy about I, the day trade. I was unhappy about it the one time it's like, hey, here's your first really huge building blueprint where you get to build a really cool, impressive thing. Okay, they're going to do it for you. Mm. But generally, day to day, that island with the farming that we were at first, mm. I've managed to get my farm to a point where like, they will harvest the crops and plant the crops and put them in storage and cook them up and put the cooked things in storage. I'm like, yeah, that's good. Save me the legwork. Let me just design the farm. So... The crops, they, they they run out of juice, eventually. Uh, apparently so. How does that work with the auto-harvesting? Um, so, the thing is, because you've now got those like uh, item-regenerating islands, right. you just go back and get some more seeds from them eventually, okay. if you need to. Okay, so once you've completed an island, you can start shipping things in from... Yeah, those, those, oh, okay. um, the discovery islands with the scavenger hunt checklists on yeah. them, you can bring those things back home. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew you could bring it back to the, uh, Awakening Island, is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to the Fallow Fields? Fallow Fields. I don't, I don't know too much about Fallow Fields, but, um, at least for the Awakening Island, the big one that I'm, you know, trying to build my farm on now, yeah. that, the... Awakening Island is the only one that auto farms right, right. now, okay, and okay, it's okay. like it's fine. I can always get unlimited seeds yeah, for there. That's that fine. Sense, yeah. But um, they got rid of the weird, like very low invisible ceiling limit that the first game had. Uh, they've put more like they they you, they let you run now, which is great. I don't remember if we could or could not run. We in could first not one. run in the okay, first one. We'll take you wins for it. Uh, there's a bunch of little like adventure puzzle things around the world. Yes. Which I'm having fun with. Yeah, little challenges, basically things like spot the difference very often, or here are two things, work out what the third iteration of this thing would be. They're very Breath of the Wild Korok seed. Yeah, that like, sort of thing. They, they're like, what, what, what doesn't look quite right here, fix it. Yeah, like there was one where you had a, like two images of a slime, one of them... Uh, had like two blocks just underneath it, mm. uh, but like very very near. And the other one um, had obviously had a slight difference to it. So you use those two blocks to to make the change, and ta-da! You you have succeeded. Yeah, and it will give you a little thing, and you can use that to trade for. Was it just 
um, cosmetic stuff yeah. for for your your character. Um, stuff more stuff that I like in this sequel. Mm-hmm. I like that you have your fighting companion that goes around with you, and if you want, you can basically just let him do the fighting. He will basically fight for you. Yeah, and he's pretty good as long yeah. as you you're not facing something massively, massively over your level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I I've I've found that dragon with the halberd earlier. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, not going to do this, and then fairly fairly easily did it. But I recently just found an ogre, and I was like, nope, we're just getting our asses absolutely yeah. handed to us. It's run away when the game says you have found a very powerful enemy. <laughs> It's like, I don't oh. know, sometimes you can defeat those. Like, the dragon was a super powerful enemy. Oh, okay. But the uh, the ogre was apparently too powerful. Too powerful. Too powerful. Um, so, yeah, loving the 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 Minecraft with a story thing. Yeah. Uh, I like the, the pre-built set pieces, like mm. the, the windmill and the church. They're really interesting. Okay. I like that if you're in a boss battle right near your village you've made and it gets damaged or destroyed in the boss fight, the villagers will go, it's okay, we, we'll repair it. Ah, oh, it's repaired. Yeah, that was a big complaint in the last one. Like, you spend all that time building building a base and then go into a boss fight and it's like, oh, well, I might have just lost my I, entire town. I, I feel less worried about building intricate towns now because when monsters come to attack, they will dig up your plants and you might mm. have to re... You might have to redo your little bit of farming field, yeah. Um, but they won't destroy. They won't destroy the plants entirely, and they won't destroy any buildings. Yeah, I've not found anyone like. Oh, well, there was one that destroyed a little bit of earth, but nothing major. And I've had a couple of trees knocked down yeah. in that first but, area. But, but no, like I built a wooden structure, and the wooden structure's been destroyed. Yeah. Like, player-built structures seem to be pretty safe from attack, which makes me far more confident to actually build towns. Yeah, that's, it's good. Although you did have that issue of, like, here is the thing that we are forcing you to build in this area. Oh, yes. I've already built around there. Yeah, they they, they did not forewarn me that, like, the, the big tree they wanted me to build was gonna, like, encroach on my, my pumpkin patch. I was oh, a bit right. upset about that. Yeah, that was a bit rude. Um, what, what do we not like about this sequel because like the only thing that jumps to my mind is not showing you definitive lines of where the outside of your town is considered to be yeah that's definitely one because there are things like naming if you make a bedroom and you want to say this is so and so's bedroom it has to be in the invisible barriers of where your town is yeah the whole room has to be within it and I I fell into this problem uh, just after dinner tonight I'd built a room that looked like it was well within the boundaries of town. It looked like it was lining up with other buildings that were within the town borders. Yeah. For most of the build... In fact, for all of the building I was doing, it didn't change the music. Yeah. It was only when I went to put the nameplate on the board and it went, uh, buildings really have to be within the town borders for that to work. It's like... Yeah. Something could have told me. And I worked out by sort of just sort of standing on the line. Yeah. That actually that room was only out by one block. I I would like it if there was just like a little yellow outline that's like, hey, this is what's Something. considered town. Um I like that on the the that main island that you keep coming back to, everywhere is able to be town. You can mm-hmm. just make town things wherever you want, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um I, I don't like that a lot of that island, when you first are there, is just, oh, there's a magical spell that stops you building here right now. Mm. I'm like, eh, that's, I, I get it, but 
No. Stop railroading me, damn it. Yeah. This is the free play area. I like the Breath of the Wild sort of glidery thing. Yeah, I like in the glider. The glider is nice, especially when you get... Especially when you remember that A is slightly different positioned on Nintendo controllers. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because <laughs> uh, there was a couple of times when I just jumped off the side and went, why isn't this working? Oh, that's not yeah. A on the controller. I've done a couple of those. <laughs> um, um, a bit spoilery for you, I suppose. Ah, uh, that's um, fine. It's, it's a Dragon Quest Builders game. The plot is not amazing. Yeah, like... It's predictable. There's been a few funny lines in it, but like especially in the, the second major area... Um, which is, I think it's called Crumbledon. Uh, the the place with all the ore to dig place up. Place with all the ore. It's basically the the desert area from Dragon Quest Builders one. Yeah, it's it's because it's got ex- exactly the same things as like it's sandy. Uh, it's lots of like uh like crevices and um and valleys. And golems and uh, ore. there is a golem that I've encountered so far. Like that, the hammerheads. And the uh, weird vagina snails. <laughs> yes. I've encountered some of those. Um, but, like, that feels like, firstly, like, it was basically gone, uh, let's do that thing from the first game again. Yeah. And I, I realise some of it is a case of we're working within the Dragon Quest thing. Yeah. So it's go- it's going to have some, some, some carry over there. But my main problem is the way... Do you remember how it was all the burly builder... The burly builders like the workout guys yeah yeah there's always striking poses and yes. they want you to build a gym and a bathhouse and stuff yeah um just the way they talk about the only female person in town oh oh japan they're just like hey well maybe like to to make bring the town back to full thing like once you've finished uh rebuilding the bar builder how about you know babs we, she we can she can put on the cottontail outfit and dance in the bar how about like and initially i was like mm, not not terribly happy with that and then she's gone yeah, you know, actually, my mum was a, t- a dancer, and I would quite like to do that too. It's like, yes, go you. Yeah, it, that's not the problem. It's things like, shit. I, I'm gonna marry her. Don't you look at her? She's mine. Oh. Um. And oh. Uh, I, you, you stay out of it. It's like, has anyone asked her who she wants uh, to make? I want extra. I want extra people to help out in my in my new big town, but like, not like this. No. Not like this. I don't want everyone who turns up to be like, Whoa, Babs. Oh. Like, no. Well. Treat like a person, please. Uh, but generally, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, I'm uh, enjoying I'm enjoying the gameplay loop. I think certainly. they they made smart changes to that gameplay loop based on like most of the things that I had complaints about in the first one. Yeah. And I'm excited to try some multiplayer at some time with mm-hmm. you. Well, now that we've got to a point where we've both unlocked multiplayer. Indeed, that is the thing we, we can do. We can give that thing a try. Huzzah! But yeah, um, it's, it's got quite nice music. It's got good cues for, for sound stuff. If, if you like obsessively, like, building, building structures and making, like, little towns and getting everything, like, automated so it's all working nice and Ooh. perfectly and it's like, oh, oh, my little, my little machine is operating itself now. Ooh. Like, it's very good for that. Um, you like stuff with like doing repair jobs on things, so I've quite liked in the in the cr- um, crumble down area. You have to um, like repair the the minecart network. Oh, that's so gonna be my jam. You get to just like ride the cart along, fill in the holes. <gasps> 
This um, is going to be my jam. It's 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 tr- it's trains and repairing things. Yeah. yeah. Heck, I'm excited now. Forget about the scavenger hunt I was about to go on. I want to go. I want to go ride the train and repair things. Fun thing. Uh, you can chain minecarts together, <gasps> and they'll all ride at the same time. <gasps> so you can have like your companion person, or if anyone else is in your squad. You can ride around, and I imagine that's something you'll be eventually able to take back to your your town oh. and create a, a cool little a little train network. A train network all across your. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna play so much of this game. <laughs> I love this game. I'm glad you're enjoying it, and I'm glad you have something else to look forward to. Yay! I am curious to know where they're gonna go with it post the 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 second area. Well, what have we done? We've done farming. We've done. Uh, you know the the metal work and yeah. all. Um, so I think, what so else I there, think was? there was there was the the poison swamp area mm. where like there was barely there was barely it. Although that's kind of like the first area. There was like ground you couldn't use, ground you couldn't grow on, ground yeah. that was bad for you, which is a thing that very much happened in the first one. Um, there was that weird moon level. I call it the moon level because yeah. everything was basically sort of stark white and floaty. And, and was it floaty? I can't remember. Was it actually the moon? I can't remember. I, 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 in my brain, it was the moon. I don't know if yeah. it was actually moon. I remember it being floaty and white. It was white and sort of there were dead plants everywhere. But you got could get was it holy water? I think. Yeah. And it would sort of fire off a like a a, a jet and and give you a large circle of greenery mm. and bring any sort of like. Uh, it was like dragon bones and stuff. Yeah, and if you hit it um, with the holy water, they just turn into like cheese or <laughs> yes stuff. Um, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Apart from the way they talk about Babs, I feel also like... is the fact that Babs and Den run a pub at East End as reference because <laughs> they they all talk in like really. Cockney accents. Yeah. I hope it's an EastEnders reference. I would love if this if this Minecraft Dragon Quest game was based around EastEnders. Uh, but do you have any other thoughts on that game? Uh, I want to play more of it. Let's yeah. go back and play. Oh, is that enough episode now? 18, 18 minutes. That's enough of an episode, right? Unfortunately, I've right. played other things. Okay, tell me about the other things. Um, then we'll go and play Jack. I have to. One. I have to find my list. What else did I play? Ooh. Oh no! Oh, there it is. Um, so I was going to talk about the Surge Two today because I've got a preview code for it, but then mm. I couldn't get it to boot. So no. I, I'll talk about that next week. Uh, I played a bit of Pokemon Go. I, I did a big shiny, shiny hunting adventure. Um, I caught like 18 shiny mudkips. It was great. Sick. Um, and I just want to say they've added a, they've basically added the, the hidden stat calculator Ooh. into the game. So you no longer have to use third party apps, which makes me very happy. I can delete Poke Genie already. Because the problem was, is the, the third party app that worked really, that did work really well for calculating these stats previously. Ooh. You had to take a screenshot on your phone, upload, like, scan it through the app, and the app would, like, read the data and then would throw out what stats your Pokemon had. Mm. And because it was in two separate apps and you had to take a screenshot and load it in, and sometimes you'd have to manually fill some data in, it was such a slow process that I I never really bothered with it. Right. Whereas now, if I go out for, like, a, a... community day, go catch a bunch of shiny mudkip, mm. I can basically, at the end of my batch, put on the appraise tool and just swipe through them and go, do I have any that, that the thing goes red and they're 100%, that's great. I, I can see at a glance 
very quickly while swiping through if Which they're worth were... keeping or not. Yeah. yeah. Speeding up that process and keeping it within the app means I'm actually taking the effort to check those stats. Mm. So thank you, Pokemon Go, for finally doing that. How how have you found the ones you've been keeping on your team for a while? Uh, I've got some good ones up in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, I have I have like a, f- a couple of a hundred percent ones of like weird Pokemon that are never going to be competitively viable. Like I have a one hundred percent perfect Don fan, which is like a gold and silver. It sort of had tusks and it could roll into a ball and roll at things. Mm. I was like, it's not a particularly great Pokemon competitively, but it's a perfect one, so I'm going to keep it. <laughs> Huh. Uh, what about you? Have you played anything else? I've been playing with my Rubik's Cubes. Yeah, you have. You've been have. learning I've, a new... Yeah, I've learned a new F2L method. Um... You, you now do the bottom two layers at once? Yes. As opposed to, like, do the cross, do the first layer, fill in the second layer. Yep. How are you getting on with it? I'm enjoying it. I'm getting much quicker at it. Yeah. And I've also worked out a couple of things for solving the top layer a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. So my my... I've not really timed yet, but I I feel like aspects of it are much quicker. I mean, you timed it once when you were very beginning to do the two layer thing, mm. and you were you were quicker you were quicker doing that, having only just learnt it, than I am in in my practice at doing the other way. So yeah, I mean that time was what like a minute and something. Uh, yeah, it was it was definitely under two minutes. It was it was like a minute and something. I think. Yeah. Um, like, and and we're talking like may- maybe two or three seconds, um. But I think I need to try it again because I feel like aspects of it have got much quicker, and some of it is a bit like staring through. But yeah, I am I'm having a whole new renewed interest in my Rubik's Scooby. Hooray! And and trying to do it better. I think it's because I I was watching that uh video for the wow what cube was it. Is this the, the, the one? Digital cube thing. Yeah, the, the one cube. that had the smartphone app that would, like, in real time, mimic your your solving. Yes, I was looking at the GoCube and the fact that you can do like competitive solves against other people in the world. Oh, uh, using like that, and it will sort of go what what people's ratings are and and stuff. Like, I quite like the idea of competitive. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not great, but it'd be fun to find sort of people about my level and just yeah. like have have fun with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it was that sort of going, you know what, I could be quicker. I don't think I'll ever be like, okay, I'm going to be speed solving in 15 15 seconds seconds thing. Why do we both go for 15? Heck. It's a good number. I think (laughs) it's one of the old um, world records. Yeah, I think it's down to like nine. No, it's down to like 4.2 seconds. Okay, well, (laughs) shows what I know. Yeah. Oh, nine seconds, that's old hat. (laughs) So old hat. Uh, yeah, uh, I do enjoy a good cube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else you've played? Well, that's it. That's it for me as well. So now we go play D- DQB. No, we got to do the other segments. Okay. It's time for this. Time for this. Hey there, friend. Hey. Hey, so uh, have you ever been asked that question? You know, that popular question they all like to ask. You know how they all go, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Yee-haw, yes, I have. You have? You have? So ask that question. You get asked that question so often. Everybody knows the answer is about 700 pounds. But how about this? 
Let's change that answer. Let's revolutionize that answer. Let's make sure that nobody quite knows how much wood a woodchuck can chuck persistently over the course of a day with a woodchuck branded trebuchet. My goodness, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood with a woodchuck brand trebuchet? A lot of wood over the course of a day. Woodchuck brand trebuchet. It's a lot of wood over the course of a day. Eisner says humans very distasteful. Oh, I know, I know. I, we're just getting on with normal, average things, you know. Nothing wrong with what we're doing. But these humans, they can barely keep their eyes open. Indeed, indeed. We're just enjoying the sun. I've been unfurled recently. You know, just, you know, the bees are about. You know, there's um, a lot of pollen in the air. Have you been, uh, been a bit naughty, spreading your pollen around? Mm, yes, my it's my stamen is shaking, you know. Oh, I know, and these prudish humans. Oh, running around, eyes watering. Oh, I know, sneezing, noses running. Sneezing. You know, they're acting like us just having to get in on a bit. Mm. Like it's going to kill them. Indeed, We're not hurting anyone. It's a beautiful act of procreation and I they're know. just... They look so offended. I know. How so upset. I know. They're, 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 they're acting as if, oh no, I'm going to die because some flowers are procreating. Oh. You know, they're fine. They're just, oh, their bodies are overreacting again. Absolutely. For our beautiful, beautiful lovemaking. Beautiful lovemaking. Oh, here comes the beep. Hang on. Oh. Oh, spread that pollen all oh, over me. Yes, have some of my delicious nectar. Get your tongue oh. right in there. Oh. <laughs> So, what have you watched this week? Well, I watched. Well, we we watched a thing together. So, uh, is, watch. is this going to be you watched me play Dragon Quest Builders too? <laughs> no, I was going to talk about Transpride. Well, uh, there's that too. I suppose. I suppose we should talk about something that's not Dragon Quest. <laughs> Transpired Brighton. We, we went. It we was, went. It we, was lovely. We saw it with our eyes. We did a march. Yeah, we had. Transpired Brighton is great in that it's it's a good protesty shouty march. Mm -hmm. It's it's sometimes good for the soul to just take up space and go. No, we're just gonna chant a bit. Yeah, I mean, we brought a few gay friends with us, and they were like, "This is so much better than Pride." Yeah, like, like main pride. We we've recently had some conversations with people being like, "Oh, pride is so commercialized now because they've been to like London Pride or Brighton mm -hmm. Pride," and we're like, "Yeah, but like it's such a party." Do Do you want a non-commercial pride? Come to Trans Pride. Come shout along with us. Come come do some trans women and women shouts and you know trans men and men. Yeah, is valid. Um, support trans when, sex workers. When trans rights are under attack, what do we do? Fight, Fight back. back. You know, it it was a good. It was a good shouty one. It was. Um, Although by the end of the march, I was really struggling to keep shouting. Oh, gosh, yeah. But, but that's like, the uh, sign of a good protest. <laughs> when shouted myself hoarse. You've shouted yeah. yourself hoarse. Um, uh, considering how horrible the weather was in the morning, mm. it really brightened up. Like, yeah, I am a very toasty gal right now. Yeah, we, we, we got to enjoy shows. a very sunny day in the field at the end. Because mm. mm. Trans Pride Brighton, you do your march, you sort of march all the way down the seafront. It's a wonderful route. Uh, they close off the roads for it. Mm -hmm. And then there is this sort of secluded park surrounded by trees and bushes and... Brunswick Gardens. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lovely area that feels just secluded enough to, you know... Be out of prying, prying eyes, yeah. but also like ah, you're right near the seaside. Um, they keep the cops out, which they is do. which is always appreciated. Yeah. Um, and and it, there's no 
corporate sponsorship or anything like that. Yeah, you've got some stalls, but they're all like in some way LGBT themed. Yeah, so there was like NHS um, groups, there was mental health groups, the uh, English collection of prostitutes were there again. Yeah. Uh, um, with their petition, go sign their petition. Yeah, um, like in terms of stalls to buy things, like my book publisher had a stall there, yep. but like... They're a small publisher that was relatively on brand. Yeah. Um, Stonewall. Yeah, Stonewall were there. Um, obviously, there was sort of transcribed Brighton um, merch you can get, mm. like t-shirts and tote bags and things. Generally, that is there to be like, hey, help support this, because it's all volunteer mm-hmm. donation run. Uh, and then there's a big stage uh, with like uh, choirs and and uh, musical artists yeah. and, and live poetry. It it was rather lovely. Um but yeah, as you said before, we had some we had some, some non trans people come with us. Yeah. And it was really nice it was really nice seeing how many of them wanted to come and show solidarity this yes. time. Like, and and people who hadn't even uh, like hadn't come specifically with us. Yeah. Like, like we, because oh, yeah. we had like our one friend that, you know, came with us last year who mm-hmm. was like a really lovely support and they came back again mm-hmm. this year, but like we had additional friends come and yeah. go, yeah, can I come? I'm like, yeah, heck yeah. can. And come march with us. It was, it was rather lovely. And I was pleasantly surprised, as I was last year, that the, the turf didn't attack us. Yeah, no, it, once it, once again, like, the march was being led by L with the T, which mm-hmm. is, again, lesbians showing solidarity and support for trans people. And they came and supported us last year, because yeah. there was obviously concerns about, um, yeah, after London Pride drop the, and the, uh, drop the tea. Yeah, so it's really nice to see them up front. Yes. There was a lot of parents that were like, "No, we support our trans yep. kids." It, it was some good groups up front. Yep. Trans sex workers. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. A lovely bunch, and we met some nice people. Yeah, I I was glad. I to was s- getting a bit overwhelmed with some of the peopling, that's, but that's super fair. I I'm glad as well that. In terms of like the sort of shouty things you were getting during the march, there were shouts for things like sex work is work, um, reminders that hey, black trans women started this, and you know make sure to protect black trans women black and trans black women trans people. For me. Yeah, like it it was a good show of like recognition of intersectionality and its oh. importance. Oh. Lot lots of wheelchair users. Yeah, it it was a good event as ever. I very yeah. much enjoyed it. Yeah. Lots of disabled people generally. It was yeah. good. I'm glad that we, we did a good intersectional. Yeah. So, what else did we see this week? What else did we see? I think we both got really into a YouTube channel this week. Uh, yes, Defunct Plant is the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, and specifically something that apparently had come up on your channel. Yeah, so here... Your suggestions. I'll, I'll summarise quickly where I got into this. So, a few months ago, it was whenever the Pokemon Championships were happening, um... I stumbled across in my recommendations this one video from Defunct Land, and it was about the origins of Jim Henson getting to make Muppets. And basically it was like, hey, he was this like little variety show he did at some point, and how that grew, and how Kermit was first introduced, and stuff like that. And it was just this one video, and I I watched it, and I very much enjoyed it, and I never really thought to go back to the channel. Mm. And then you started watching it, and... It was like, oh, that's part of a series about Henson. Yes, popped up in my subscriptions sometime during the week, or possibly last week, actually. Um, And it is, I think it's like five videos, and they work out to, I think it's nearly four hours worth of material. Yeah, I, I 
when you started watching more and I realised there was more to it, I went back and kept watching mm-hmm. and my goodness, this this defunct land channel, really good level of research. Mm-hmm. Really great way of putting points across. Yeah, good presentation. Um, real good, like, density of information without it feeling overloading. Yeah. He's he's real knowledgeable about, about his puppet-based children's show information. Um, I mean, looking at the credits, there's a lot of people involved. Yeah. But, um, and, and the, the narrator has a good voice. Which yeah. Is, which is nice for that. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot uh, covering everything from uh, Sam and Friends, sort of like pre-Muppet Show stuff, but starring Kermit, I think, Yeah. Uh, into the Sesame Street era and Jim Henson sort of reluctance to tie the Muppets to children's programming. Yeah, his his attempts to make shows like, what was it, Sex, Sex, and, Sex violence. and Violence? Um, with the Muppets uh, as was. Because apparently Muppets have mostly been or used a lot in advertising around then, like for yeah. coffee commercials and things. Uh, and then um, sort of further into the future, the Fraggles, Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, um, and um, everything up to like the, the Jim Henson and the memorial yeah. uh, for the funeral. And that was almost a video in itself. Mm. And it's it's quite heartbreaking. Yeah, so I've watched some other um, videos from this channel. I don't yeah. know if you've gone into the non-Jim Henson stuff. Um, I've sort of vaguely scrolled through it, but I haven't, like, nothing's leapt out of so, me. Um, so, there we go, let me pause. Um, so I did watch another of his videos was about, um, it, it's called Defunct Land, The Failure of Disney's Chuck E. Cheese Ripoff, Club Disney. And it was basically another 20-minute-ish video about Disney being in a very specific place financially in the sort of turn of the 2000s and going, yeah, we could just like print money by putting our branding on a Chuck E. Cheese type place and how that basically just fell apart. Um, There was a lot of very weird, poorly made decisions and it ended up spawning the birth of a new uh, business in that sort of brand that wasn't Disney branded. But uh, it... It's a he makes real interesting stuff. I mean that yeah. that that team make make good stuff. They they make good thing. Uh, they we do. we were, there was one you were watching about Bear in the Big Big Blue House. Oh yes, I did. I watched that one. Yeah. Um, the Bear in the Big Blue House video. Yes, because Dis- the Disney Channel were like, ah, Nickelodeon are getting that that toddler money. A good good toddler money. How, how we get that good good toddler money? Um, it was interesting because I've not watched a huge amount of Bear in the Big Blue House, but what I watched, I did enjoy. I've watched more than I would care to admit of Bear in the Big Blue House in my time. It's a good show. Um, apparently, yeah. it was very well received amongst um, autistic children. Yeah. Just by the virtue of the fact that, that Bear is, is quite gentle. Yeah. A gentle bear. Uh, but yeah, it, there's, lots of, there's lots of good stuff. It's good information, as you say. It's nicely cut together, like some of the archive footage for the Jim Henson stuff. Yeah, like fuck knows where they got all all of that. I don't know if it is readily available on YouTube or what, but like the black and white, just like really low quality, just like this is everything that exists of this, that. Yeah, this, this is we found old we show. found archives of stuff like before this person was like a household name when no one was saving their stuff. Exactly. Uh, they, when, they, before people had video records. The, the group clearly put a lot into their research and it shows. Yes. Like, they, 
they are probably like of any channel I've subscribed to recently, they're the one where I'm like, they real good. Mm-hmm. Go sub. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what <laughs> else? <Go sub. laughs> have you watched anything else this week? I have looked at the thing. <gasps> what have you I've looked at? I've been looked at a book. Oh, hack. I think you know which book. I think I know which it's book. It's a book we've talked about quite a lot on this show. Yeah. It's Uncomfortable Labels how by you, Laura Kate Dale. How are you getting on with that book? It keeps making me cry. I'm sorry I keep making you cry. <laughs> How 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 deep in are you? Uh, I'm I'm up to struggling with social issues at school and and some particular person. Yes, yes. The 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 difficult the difficult school years. Yeah, it's like hashtag relatable. Yeah, in many ways hashtag relatable. Yeah, Perhaps not in quite the same ways. No, but like the 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 themes. The whole like I don't really know how to talk to anyone. Spending most of my time on my own. Yeah, um, yeah. Just, and, just, then, and then just some abusive dick turning up. And going like, oh, is it abusive person that wants to spend time in my presence. Is this friendship? I'll, I'll hang out with you. You can you can hang around with us. I will be drop-kicking you in the ribs several times a yeah, day. Yeah, 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 that happened. Uh, yeah. The person you're referring to in that book at one point just grabbed me by the hair and pulled me around by the hair for a while. You know that that sort of stuff, that's just dragging me around by the hair. Yeah, but you know this is Britain, and that sort of thing doesn't happen. Teachers oh yes, are very no. supportive. Yeah, teachers will stop bullying. You know, <laughs> bullying doesn't happen in British schools. Bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, there was one reviewer who did not like my book because, and I quote, "That sort of thing doesn't happen in my Britain." Well, where the fuck is your Britain? Also, I clearly didn't also get it. this memoir is very me, me, me. A memoir being very me, me, me. Me, me, me. So very much about a single person that is the author. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It wasn't a history of the ni- the mid nineties. It's a memoir. Yeah, but dingo. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm making you do a cry. It's okay. I I imagine there is a lot of that to ha- to happen. Well, like in the, in like the first half, it gets more happy toward the end. I imagine so. You know, it arcs towards like, hey, things got better. I know. I I I, I am literally sitting next to you. you I know you that are... things got better. Things did get better. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, things pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. That's pretty all right. Yeah, I I did a few cries right in that. I can I can imagine how much much fun is more. Are you going to come sit down and not knock shit over? Too late. What's she knocked over? Your pocket watch. Uh, uh, your fancy pocket watch. Hello, Smoogle. <laughs> Are you going to say hello to the people without touching the microphone? <coughs> so, what else? Oh, she's glaring at me because <laughs> I purred. <laughs> what else have you put in your face? Um, some schnitzel earlier. Ah, anything else in your eyes? Oh, uh, no. I think that's everything I put in my eyes as well. Mm-hmm. So then, time for this. Time for this. Laura, oh. Laura, we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you like furniture? Y- yeah. Do you like sitting down or lying down or relaxing generally? Yeah, I I like all of these things. Okay, do you like paying full price for things? Oh no, 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 no. no. That's why I'm in the sponsor section. So, what if? There was furniture that you didn't have to pay full price for. Oh, is there some kind of sale going on? Perhaps because everything has to go. What if there was always a sale going on that never stopped in the entire lifetime of this company? Oh, is are we are we sponsored by that company that's always having closing down sales but never closes? Right? Yeah. 
That one with the three-letter name? Yeah. Oh, heck. I think it's like QPS. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like QPS sofas or furnishings. It's it's a clearing sale. Everything must go. Everything must go. It's another clearing sale. Everything must go. Everything must go. How do we still have things? We keep ordering them in by accident. I keep telling Dave not to, but there they are. (laughs) So, do you want some furniture going on the cheap? Uh, Yeah, sure. I'd better get it now because it all has to go. Exactly. Try this MDF bed frame. Oh, goodness. Or this MDF and corduroy sofa. Oh, so much MDF. Like, lots of MDF. And and chipboard. There's a lot of chipboard. <laughs> I'm sure going it's there. all very well made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a sofa right now. It was, possibly at some point, don't know when or how, £9,000. £9,000? £9,000. I would not pay that for anything. Not even for a £10,000 check. I would not pay that for anything. No, you wouldn't pay that for anything. No. Would you pay that for a brown corduroy sofa with a lot of chipboard in it? Maybe. Maybe if it was on offer because there was a clearance happening. Okay, what if I told you you could get that crappy sofa? Sorry, that high quality sofa. What if I told you you could get that? For just four hundred and fifty pounds, I would say you're pulling my leg. You're, you're, you know, I, I, you are literally pulling my leg, very I am, literally. I'm right literally now. pulling on your yeah, leg. Yeah, I, 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 I would say you're lying to me. Stop lying. You're a horrible person. Why would you tell so many lies? Because there's a sale on. Ah, because there's a sale on. Do you Correct. want the sale? You yeah, want the sale. So, get nothing off, but everything's kind of reduced anyway. In the new QPS sale, things must go, things must go head oh! over there and get the things. You can't get them online at a dot net dot lol site. No, no, you can't. find the shop. You've got to go somewhere. into a shop somewhere, probably on a, a, a shopping trading estate near you. Inside the boardroom of Electronic Active Softworks. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> how's, uh, how's, uh, business cream those, uh, games going today? Well, you know, I mean, we're less worried about the games right now. There's uh, a new whole new console generation. Oh, yeah, yeah, But, yeah, uh, yeah. obviously before then, we're trying to milk everyone for, uh, everything they're worth. Oh, is this the whole thing where we, you know, try and do incremental upgrades so that we can make people who've already bought the console buy it again? Exactly. People want the Pro. They want the Plus. They want the, the expanded, better version. They want the XL. Yeah, so, like, here's the thing. We gotta make versions that, you know... Appeal to people even though they don't need them. So, yeah. like, you know, we, we've got our, you know, handheld TV, whatchamacallit, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. people own it. We're, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make a worse one. So, like, we're gonna make one that, you know, it, it's smaller, it doesn't connect to the TV and whatnot. But you know how I reckon we're gonna go make those people buy it again? How? Pretty colors. Pretty, I mean, that is, yeah. that is a sound yeah. suggestion. Yeah, don't let them buy the, the, you know, the one they like in the pretty colors. No, yeah. make the, make the other one pretty colors because then they need both. Yeah, uh, but obviously, you know, in six months' time, we'll be doing, like, a promotional special edition one that, uh, that, that does do that. Yeah, 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 I know. And then, and you know, then they'll have to, they'll have to have another one, another one. Yeah. So, like, outside of that, uh, how, how's about this? How about this? Mm-hmm. The same console we sold them, like, two years ago. Yeah. But it's got better battery life. Like, it's exactly the same, but, like... Do you want to go on a slightly longer flight without having to recharge? Yeah, I mean, like, so it's it's eight hours instead of, like, four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just enough to be, like, that's really tempting. 
Even though I already have the thing, and it works perfectly fine. Yeah, and, and you know, people, those things run off a of battery pack. Right? Yeah, you could just have a portable charger, but, like, you could have the newer one. What if you have the newer one? Yeah, right? yeah, so what else can we do? What else can we do? Well, I mean, we've got colors. Uh, how about different designs? Like, uh, we'll do uh, a special edition with a uh, uh, slightly different colored controller that's not yeah, available yeah. anywhere else. Uh, what, what if we do a whole new console that's pre-installed with that one game that everyone keeps asking us to remake and we won't remake? Yeah. Like, do you want to yeah. get it? You've got to buy a whole new console because it's, you know, it's loaded on there and you can't get it otherwise. Yeah, it'll be a very special edition, very limited run. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, everyone knows that we can't make in Well, we never make enough stock, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's because actually we are making enough stock, but we're also making a fucking killing selling these things uh, on eBay at, at about 500% the price before they <laughs> even come out. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, it's it's pretty genius. How's, how's about this? How's yeah. about this? Scented consoles. I like it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you, you, you could have your uh, your console, but you could have one that smells of blueberries. Okay, okay. It's, it's an air freshener at the same time. That, I mean, like, yeah, some of these some of these will need that, yeah. Yeah, because then you can, you know, sell it to, you know, the, the other people living in your home. is like, no, 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 I just bought a very fancy new air freshener. I Yeah, I suppose that's like a covert thing. Like, hey, is your, uh, you know, your housemate, your, 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 your significant other a bit like, hey, don't buy the thing. But you can be like, hey, it's, it's an atomizer. It'll, yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, it'll put like essential oils and mist everywhere. It, but it also happens to play my video games. Yeah. Yeah, you know, coincidentally. Absolutely. Got any other ideas, or is that uh, that enough for us to ship off to the old lab? So, you know that one game that never came out in English-speaking regions? Yeah. Um, except for, like, a brief remastered version that came out, like, last generation, and yeah, we just yeah. put it as a digital download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And barely anyone got it, because no one owned that version of the console. Yeah. Because we marketed that really badly. Yeah. Those people have all been fired. So, we're doing that. We're we're making it. We're making, like, an, a, a proper uh, remastered version of the game everybody wants in multiple languages, but it is only available in our brand new sports car. It's got a built-in version of our console right in the sports car. But you. it's going to cost you million, million. You're a fucking genius. I know. So, what huh. oh, slithered into your ears? My ears? I actually took the time to listen to some music this week. Oh, happens. Yeah, I, I done did that. Uh, I got some individual tracks. Uh, first up, there's a track called Natural Disaster by an artist called Mike Kroll. Oh. K-R-O-L. Uh, do you remember that Steven Universe episode where Pearl... You know, outruns the police to chase after her, like, pink-haired lesbian biker that she's into. Do you remember that, that episode? You know that the, 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 the pink-haired lady was at a house party of some sort. Aww. Mike Kroll was the person who did the music for that house party in that Steven Universe episode. Oh, heck. Um, so, it's, it's more, more of that person's stuff. Very sort of raw, punky sound. Very, very heavy distortion. Um, quite, quite fun, uh, bum, uh, bouncy, fun kind of punk, punk track. Mm -hmm. Uh, like all of his tracks, it's super short, but I enjoyed it. What about you? What have you listened to? 
Um, I listen to a mix. I don't know if that, how relevant that's going to be to people. Uh, Bass Nectar, Colour Storm mixtape. Um, so, I don't know if he still does it, but Bass Nectar used to chuck out, like, just mixtapes of album stuff and sort of custom things specifically mm. for a mix. Um, there's, like, the BBC mixtape, the Colour Storm mixtape, immersive music mixtape which i think i've mentioned immersive music uh, immersive music mixtape on here before um the this afternoons was color storm um it variously goes between like really beautiful plinky bits and sort of aggressive machine noise yeah. um that builds and builds and then there's like um there's a remix of nirvana in there and um I think that's the one with the remix of uh, uh, Reap Petite in there. Ah. It's 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 a weird mix, but it's it's only about forty minutes long. Um, yeah, lots of good. Again, it's not really dubstep. It's bass nectar. It yeah, it's almost yeah. It's very much its own thing. And yeah. I very much like it. But yeah, nice. I love that track. Uh, I've got another track I enjoy. What you got? Uh, it's called I Hope You're Doing Well by The Adjective. I do hope you're doing well. Yeah. It's a sort of light rock track, um, sort of optimistic masculine rock vocal going mm-hmm. on. Um, lyrically, it's about not blaming yourself for everything that goes wrong around you and not always having to chase things that are bigger and better, sometimes just remembering to stop and go, yeah, I've done all right. Okay. It's a, it's, it's just a nice positive track. Nice. What about you? Uh, we listened to a thing together. <gasps> um, someone mentioned on the channel before, uh, Leo Moraccioli. Oh yes. Um, the remix or recent uh, cover of uh, Country Roads. Yes. Done in his uniquely metal stylings. Indeed. Um, and and looking fantastic in a sort of black leather cowboy outfit with the. Uh, the sort of white Irish uh, contact lenses uh, on. Yes, yes. And just being silly with metal once yeah. again. Yeah. I love it. It's a really good... Not uh, taking really good the color. genre too seriously. Yeah, that's uh, Frog Leap Studios, I think, yeah. on YouTube. Definitely go check it out. Uh, also on Spotify, ah. I realised, because despite th- thinking I'd only recently discovered this person, popped up on my Facebook feed the other day, like, my Facebook memories. It was like, hi, here's the thing that you, you really enjoyed about a year ago. Oh, oh, it's that person doing a metal cover that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Hmm. Aha. Well, there you go. You got any others? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple. Um, there's a track called Werewolf Gimmick by The Mountain Goats. Oh. Um, it's from an album called Beat the Champ. And I, I, this is an album that I've quite enjoyed before. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's a concept album, and it's all about... Um, uh, it's all about wrestling, so it's all tracks about um, like various gimmicks that the wrestler ha- have and the things that are going on in and out of the ring, hmm. um, done by this sort of acoustic-y, like, sort of folk rock band. Um, hmm. And this particular track, it's acoustic guitar played like very aggressively with quite a like sort of low, I'm ready to fight you, angry masculine vocal line to it. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and it's just a it's just a fun track about a a person whose gimmick in wrestling is being a werewolf wrestler. Oh heck. And it's just quite a silly it like it's 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 just a little bit of a light hearted, silly kind of track. 
it it sounds very angry and aggressive because if if you your gimmick was being a werewolf wrestler, you'd probably have to sound a bit like that. I would imagine so. Uh, have you listened to anything else? No. Uh, I think I've got one other track. It's called "The Invasion from Within" the by Invasion <laughs> from Within by a band called Tsunami Bomb. Ooh. Um, it's a real interesting, weird track. This it, it opens with like pipe organ stuff like it sounds like it should be like a Castlevania game or something uh-huh. and then it moves into like speed rock like very fast rock with a female vocal or a feminine vocalist uh-huh. uh singing about some kind of invasive parasite fighting its way into you to take control of you it's kind of okay. it's it's kind of creepy when you hear the lyrics but like it's got a real good energy to it okay yeah is that everything we've listened to i think so <gasps> well then Time for this. For this. For this. Okay, angels, angels. Yes, 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 yes. So we're. uh, It's 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 summertime. I see there in 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 the British Isles. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, that that very brief window of summer is occurring. Excellent, excellent. So I'm I'm glad we've uh, so we've got the the sun position slightly closer to that. Um. What 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 about the British? Do we need to um. Yeah, yes, you're right, you're right. We need to set them to summertime mode. Okay, so like, you know, one hand on the head, one hand in one of the ears, you know, get them reset. That's it, but just a little bit of a shake. Yes. And then then they'll reset back into, into summertime mode. Uh, well, how, how, how do we know if we did it right? Well, it's it's very obvious. They'll just go from complaining about the cold and the wet to complaining about the sunshine and the heat. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Um, so, so we just set the complaint mode to current weather. Indeed. Sunshine mode, unhappy. Yes, and, and the redness factor dial that way up. Way, way up. Right, off we go. There's a lot of them, and it's gonna be difficult to know which ones we've done, because they're all complaining about the weather anyway. Are you distressed by the state of the world? Yes. Has the government cracked down on your right to protest? They have indeed. Has an unelected bastard just been brought in to lead your country? It's like you're talking about my life. Try new sanity sack. How does it work? This hessian sack just goes right over the top of your head. One size fits all. Once your head's in there, you won't have to look at the news or think too much about politics. Because frankly, it's quite hideous, and a bit too much for everyone. Try Sanity Sack. Just, just make it stop, please. Make it all stop. Ah. Question time, have questions. What's the question? Okay, just checking. <laughs> Saying it wasn't going to be something else. <laughs> I didn't know. See, one of these days you'll do question time and I'll let you get through it and I'll go... Haha, <laughs> here's the segment. Oh, I'll catch your cat. God, one of these days. I'm Indeed. prepping. I'm prepping. Prepping. Oh, I'm pre- she. Oh, she prepping. Ah, prepping. Oh, Lord, she prepping. Uh, Lucy would like to know what emoticon would you spray on walls to let others know that this is your territory? Um, hmm. Spray paint a butt. There you go. Is there a butt emoticon? Uh, a peach emoticon. That's the recognized symbol for butts. Okay. Can I use two together? What are you doing? I would use taco. Right. Taco and, and the little squirt. Okay, what if we work as a tag team? One of us does the, the taco, one of us does the squirt, and that's, we've been here. <laughs> the queer and pleasant strangers, we're here. 
with their delicious tacos. Uh, Nerg would like to know why is it so hot? Climate change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We're all cooking alive. At least he wants to know if I have to go back to work. Probably. Yeah. If, if Capitalism. You're ask, if you're asking us that, the answer's probably yes. I'm afraid so. Uh, Kalaji. Hi, Kalaji. Kalaji says, legs from here to home world or thick, strong arms? Which do you prefer for cuddling? Oh, oh. What do you do? You have a do you have a stance on this? A stance is it is a is a thing or more of a leggy thing? <laughs> I mean, I I like a good leg wrap around, but um, like I find that it can get warm very quick. It, it do. I also quite like the idea of being able to crush someone's head between my thighs. Well, that's it. Like, if, if you were just asking good good legs or good arms without the cuddling thing involved, mm. I'd be like. Ooh, them good strong legs. Buff them legs. When it comes to cuddling, I'm like, arms are good because you still have a bit of flexibility and wriggle. You're not quite so locked in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm going to have to go with the legs. Yeah. Also, I'd, I'd like my legs to work better, please. <laughs> yeah. I, I can get behind wanting better working legs. Better legs, please. I'm, I'd like to speak to the manager. Oh, no. I'm going to have to get the Karen haircut now. Oh, I'm no. i to speak to a manager. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Put your Karen wig back on. <laughs> oh, my God. So disappointed in the service I received. Uh, Turn into the lovely space yeah. princess. Oh, I cannot believe the terrible service I've received. Do you know who I am? Do I you know? I come here all the time. Spend a lot of money. I know you never see me in here, but I promise you I'm in here all the time. All the time. <laughs> Uh, Tricky says, describe your perfect Saturday. Ooh. <laughs> so, um, s- uh, I've managed to sleep in without earplugs in. Yeah. Uh, but, like, not so much that we've we've slept through the whole day. Yeah, like, like a ten? Maybe, like an, I, I, even a nine. I'd go for a nine. Just not waking yeah. up at seven would be nice. Nine thirty. Nine thirty. Sleep, go, sleep through to nine thirty with no disruption. Yeah, so like a good ten hour sleep having been had. Yeah. Um, uh, and Smudge waiting patiently for breakfast <gasps> without making huge amounts of noise. Um, and then nice cooked breakfast. Nice cooked breakfast. Uh, and then just like a couple of hours of just lying around mm. and, and and chilling and playing video games. And then maybe like a nice walk. Yeah, go somewhere. go enjoy like the the top of the big hill with the yeah. nice views. Yeah, maybe Just with a picnic. Do some poi and have some music on. And nobody else there. Yeah, it's just us enjoying the sunshine and the nice nature. Yep. yep. And then we come back home. I wasn't even. I wasn't. Oh, oh, I, I, I was. I was going to slip as far as romance. A, a little romance on the picnic blanket. Oh. Oh, I see. Oh, hello. I was gonna take you up the fields. Oh, you're gonna gonna take us up the field and then take me up the field. I'm gonna take you right (laughs) up the field, darling. Uh, If you're so inclined. Yeah. What? What? And then we get back. Uh, And then we get back, like set up the rave cave, maybe. Maybe set up the rave cave. um, Have a little wiggle with the lights on. Yeah, a little wiggle. Some form of dessert. Oh yeah, like. Some chocolate cheesecake, maybe. Maybe like a chocolate cake with squirty cream and ice cream and sprinkles. Oh. And chocolate shavings. Yeah. And and like a chocolate milkshake. Yeah. And maybe I, maybe at some point in the day we squeeze in we squeeze in some nice vegan meatloaf. Oh, <laughs> I'll squeeze your vegan meatloaf, darling. <laughs> what does it say about us that like 
three of the things <laughs> in our perfect day are food. Uh, that's because we can't talk about some of the other things on a, on a podcast. <laughs> we do other things too. Wink. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then in, in, enjoy enjoy the rave cave. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a good, that's, that's a good pre- Saturday. That's a pretty good Saturday. Yeah. Uh, hashtag no hangovers. Also, the, the perfect Saturday would have to be followed by a, by a being able to have a good lion on the Sunday as well. That's part of the perfect Saturday. Indeed. So that we could stay up late and have the time to recover. Oh. Uh, Samuel West would like to know how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? To which I say, it depends if they have a woodchuck brand trebuchet. Becky too, Hill. Hi, Becky. Hi. I would like to know, if you could have all the tattoos you wanted, totally free, no catch, what would stop you? Running out of space? Yeah, (laughs) running out of space. So, like, here's here's the thing. I don't know if I want to be, like, every single inch. Like, I don't want to, I don't want tattoos above the neck for me personally, I don't think. I... I have my, like, leg piece I want to do. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of individual things I'd like to get done on the arms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to get my big my big cyber leg mm-hmm. done at some point. I have a few torso pieces I'd like to maybe get done. Or I can maybe do some back back pieces. There's a lot of tattoos I would get in this, this hypothetical scenario. Yeah, so many tattoos. Yeah, like, running out of space that I actually want tattooed. Yeah. Um... Like, I don't necessarily... There's not many tattoos I would want on my hands. Like, the Triforce one, the UV ink I want to get done sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I don't want, like, totally tattooed hands. I wouldn't mind Mistress written across my knuckles. (gasps) Oh! (laughs) This is exactly the right length. That's quite a mental image. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, I would like to get, like writhing tentacles like all wrapped around one leg yeah um that would be good um i'd like uh like a rainbow paintbrush trail on one arm i've got got some some ideas i got two more this week you did i got my one for my book and i got my shiny ditto your shiny ditto yeah right that's a very crunchy ditto right now that's a very crunchy ditto at this moment that's a good good scabs there how much smooch what else have we got in the questions? Uh, I've got a joke from Just and Soft Fred. Jane's telling jokes time. Jane's telling jokes time. It's a jingle for Jane telling jokes. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you miss LPVG podcast? I don't know it? what you mean. <laughs> uh, I was not ripping off any old jingle that used to exist on an old podcast that no longer exists. I Natch. don't know what you mean. Natch. Uh, what do you call the trigger warning for someone who, with a phobia of large land masses? I don't know. Continent warning. <laughs> uh, Bethany Turner Hi Bethany I want to bake vegan cookies for you too If you ever visit Edinburgh Assuming you like cookies Of course <laughs> Natch uh, What type of cookies would you like what, like, like her to bake? Oh Oh Hmm mm-hmm. I feel like it's got to have chocolate involved I'm always a fan of like maple syrup as a flavour in, mm-hmm. in In cookie production Mm-hmm Maybe like an oak, uh, like uh, an oat, not not oak. Oh. <laughs> Maybe like an oat and oh. maple syrup cookie oh, with dark chocolate thing. in it. Now you're I don't know if that's thing. a thing that exists, but like, wouldn't that be good? Yeah, like every time I see oatmeal and raisin, I think that that that's raisins that could just as well be chocolate. Thank yeah. you very much. So don't like, spoil my a, a good mapley oaty dark chocolate cookie. Yeah, no, a little bit soft and chewy. Yeah, soft and chewy. How about this? Granola cookie. 
Ooh, it's, made it's it's like mini lumps of granola, and like and ch- like chocolate granola, in an otherwise chewy cookie. So it, I don't know, maybe uh, that would be too many textures for you. I I I can see why you would enjoy it. I think that's too many textures for me. I think you mm. just keep it simple: oats, maple syrup, chocolate. Oats, maple syrup. Somehow chocolate. make that into a nice chewy biscuit. Mm, maybe a bit of coconut. Let's get yeah. coconut in there. I'm always up for more peanut butter cookies. That's yeah. what I tend to make. Maybe someday we will be in that part of the world. Maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe. Who knows where the world will take us? Maggie J. Evans. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hi. Uh, what game do you find most pleasant to play? Not the best game per se, but the one that makes you think, this is nice. I'm relaxed. Hmm. Po- Pokemon very much is that yeah. for me a lot. Just the, this is nice. This, yeah. This is nice. There's some Tetris effect. Oh. Yeah. Oh, VR Tetris effect. Yeah, right. Ah, mm. uh, need to play that some more. Yeah, need to get the VR back out. We need to get the VR back out. A lot of the Kirby games. Okay. Like for me, like Kirby's Canvas Curse, maybe Kirby's Epic Yarn. I've not played. They're them, not though. difficult. They're not challenging. It's just nice. Are they not like most Kirby's where you like complete them once and then it's like complete it again in proper mode? Oh, and it's absolutely batshit. Yeah, but I have no intention to do that. I just want to play it through on the easiest possible mode and go. This is just really pretty, and nothing's going to kill me, and I'm having a great time, just Uh, floating around looking at pretty colours. I ate some of the things. Um, Oh no! I I I undid a button, and now the 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 backdrop fell down. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, is that epic yarn? Yeah, epic yarn's great. And uh, canvas curse—you just sort of draw multicoloured lines, and Kirby sort of rolls around them, and it's very. Adorable. Is that the DS one? Yes. Uh, yeah, I had that. Wasn't good at it. I I really liked it. Maybe if I'd had like the DS XL. Yeah. Yoshi's uh, Epic Yarn. That's a very similar camp of. It's, um, it's it, not a difficult game, but this is just nice. Is Epic Woolly World? Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Woolly World was the f- oh yeah Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Kirby, Yoshi's one where he's also made of wool. Yeah, what was the more recent one? That's that's the one I'm thinking of. Is that Yoshi, one? Yeah, Yoshi's Yoshi's Crafted World. Crafted World was the that's, new one. Woolly World was the old okay. one. Okay, Yoshi's Crafted World is the one I was thinking of. Okay, um, what I played that I enjoyed. Yeah, you got any to add? Day of the Tentacle. Yeah, I played it so many times. Um, like I know it front to back. There's no chance to die in it. And if I really want to experience all the silliness, I can just literally have every conversation tree with every person. Um, the other one is, uh, again, one I've mentioned on here before, uh, Interplay's Lord of the Rings. Because, again, I know it back to front. I can do most of the actually possible to complete like quests in it. It's not that hard. It's, mm. You know, especially the way I do it. But, yeah... Uh, those are just like nice, easy, and I think there's a certain level of like nostalgia and like safety in those games. That why why I would say those. But yeah, that's that. Yeah. So anyway, time for this. <gasps> do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Crucial Justice Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Larry. Hello, Barry. How you doing? I'm not too bad, mate. How are you? Oh, I'm alright. I've been, uh, you know, trying my best to get some exercise done. It's summer. 
Uh, it's very hot and sweaty. I'm having a bit of a difficult time with it, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely getting a bit claggy around the thighs there at the moment. Oh, yeah. yeah, need to wear some cycling shorts just to, you know, not get that chub rub. Oh, yeah, definitely got the chub rub. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously there's always that uh, that issue, you know. I mean, I'm not super in shape myself, you know. I've got a bit of a... Bit of a bit of a gut on there, you know, yeah. well, you know I'm, I'm not ashamed of that, I like my food, quite happy about that, but you know, try and keep myself relatively fit, but yeah. um, you know, I, I think sometimes you, there is a bit of a, a fear of stigma with that, you know, because I feel like sometimes out of shape people can't really please a lot of the people around them. Yeah, know, yeah. You, you eat in a restaurant, people are giving you that look. Of like, oh, well, haven't you had enough? Uh, no, I haven't eaten today. Thank you very much. Don't think you know my life. And then on the other side, you know, you go to the gym and, you know, sometimes there'll be there'll be a few sniggers, maybe. Yeah. You know, there might be a comment if someone's feeling particularly bold. If you're like that gym, I saw a news story about uh, today. Yeah. You get a personal trainer. There was a story. A personal trainer was taking photos, mocking... Uh, Larger people at the gym, you know, f- f- for their attempts to, to lose weight. It's, you know, I, I do running outside. I'd much rather be in the gym where it's air conditioned, but, you know, I yeah. sometimes feel a bit self conscious about that, you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't really like running in the street anyway, you know. I would, yeah, yeah. You know, rather go to the gym. I find that just the, the flatness certainly helps with yeah. that, you know, and, and the, the consistency thereof, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I've encountered that sort of thing before at the gym. You know, people aren't always, you know, terribly forgiving. Yeah, so uh, there's there's that phrase, uh, you know, the j- journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. You know, any anyone who is attempting to, you know, change their body shape through exercise, you know, they've got to start somewhere. And, you know, you shouldn't be mocking people for where they start. You should be going... Hey, well done you for, you know, finding the motivation to start doing that thing you want to do, personally. Well, not even just that, you know, you can be larger and, you know, do exercise and and, and, and have a degree, uh, you know, be, be very healthy. Yeah. You know, I know people who are, you know, quote-unquote plus well, size. This is it, I'm but, not you saying know, you need to lose that weight. No. no. But, like... But, you, I mean, it was just that you mentioned, you know, changing yeah, body yeah. shape. But, you know, certainly you can maintain a larger body shape. And as you know, as long as you are taking care of yourself, yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can be you're very right, healthy. You're right. Yeah. You know, and you you don't get this with you know people. Um, there was a, there was a thing recently. I, I can't think it might have been a Twitter post. Someone talking about how no one ever harassed them over their their weight when they were you know basically a, a, a bulimic and, and had yeah, terrible yeah. health condition. No one was harassing them for their weight. So like you know, we need to. Just firstly, we need to just accept people for who they are. Yeah, exactly. And you know, anyone who is trying to keep fit, keep themselves healthy, yeah. you know, making the effort to go to the gym, there's no need for that that yeah. criticism, and especially not taking it as far as photographs and no. you know, private, uh, you know, mocking people they, online. They should be applauded for having the motivation to do exercise because exercise is tough at the at the best of times. Frankly, I wish I, I could be applauded for that. Oh, exactly. I wish I was one of those six a.m. go down the gym kind of people myself. I mean, six a.m. is for getting up for a wee and going back to bed. That's That's, about I, it. I couldn't agree more. But look, <laughs> I wish I was those people, and you know, we shouldn't be discouraging anyone who is those people. Absolutely, very much encourage those. You know, and you know, it's yeah, 
let let everyone exercise without you know giving them stick. For just it. be nice to people. Yeah, it costs nothing. I think most of our conversations boiled out to just be nice to people. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but, you know, you you could have worse mantras. Let's be honest. Yeah, she has that. Yeah. Ah. It's, it's too hot for too long. Apparently. Yeah, I, I agree. Yep. But, but good oak. Uh, uh, shall I pop the kettle on? Pop the kettle on, but also pop the fan on so we can cool down. Yeah. Laura. Me, Laura. Me, Laura. Me. Where can we find you on the internet, darling? Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, Laura K. Buzz on Patreon, LauraKBuzz.com, also LauraKBuzzStore.com, oh. where you can get, uh, you can pre-order my audiobook for Uncomfortable Labels, and if there's any left, who knows, you can get a signed copy of Uncomfortable Labels, the paperback book. Uh, I don't know if there'll be any left at the time that you hear this. Other than that, you can find me on Dice Funk, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Every season's a self-contained story, I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, and 6. If you listen to season three, I don't show up to like eight episodes in, don't worry. Also, I contribute a bunch of stuff to Sci-Fi Fangirls. I've got a book coming out later this year called Things I Learned from Mario's Butt. And I Twitch stream Mondays, Tuesdays and Fridays at 3pm UK, 10am Eastern and 7am Pacific. Uh, what else? What else do I do? Um... Uh, that's all I can think of right now. What about you, Jane? I'm Maniac Janiac on Twitter and YouTube, but most important thing is patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio where you can support me and, and get your name read in the credits. Oh. Kind of like... Who? Like who? Like whom? Like whom? Like whom? Like whom? You'll have to give me a second. Le- legume. <laughs> legume, yes, indeed. Like whom, legume? Legume? So yeah, if you do a pledge, you can get your name read in the credits, like this. Uh, so thank you to Liam. The ghost cat will use ectoplasmic power with power to make the slime season. <gasps> I like the sound of slime. And uh, Jay Logan, Conduit Queerness itself. And uh, now we get on to the hard ones. Uh, Rob, 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 Robert, Rob Beard Harding, uh, Tails Vinqui, and uh, Jürgen in the monster, Wayne McFord there. Conduit of name butchering. Heck, let's see how badly I, I named Richard it. And thank you to all of my patrons. There's a lot of you. It would take a long time to mention you all here, but I love you and appreciate you all very much. It would do. Um, also on Facebook.com slash Radio, you can join the join the chat. If you hit me up on Twitter, I can send you a link to my <gasps> Discord. You can join that community. I stream on Tuesdays and Thursday. I do I do streamy things on Stone... Uh, Twitch.tv slash Janiac. Uh, I think that's all the important things. Paypal.me slash Jane Magnet if you want to give me a one-off. <laughs> if you want to slide me one. Hey. Uh, you can do it that way. So thank you very much for listening. Lana! Yes! Until next time, be a stranger. Right, back to Dragon Quest. Ah, oh, Dragon Quest! Ugh. I don't need a nap. I've got Dragon Quest.